I'd like to recommend to new subscribers that it is your responsibility to get caught up with the information here at the Master's Voice Prophecy blog. The blog is the blog was opened in May 2019 and the YouTube channel was created in August 2020 and there are hundreds of videos covering many different topics and a lot of those topics have been helpfully arranged for you by theme. So if you're not minded to try the audio route, you could also look at the playlists because the playlist has the major themes of prophecy that the Lord has been giving me since 2012. So with this much ground to cover, I would just like to let you know, you being a new subscriber does not absolve you of the responsibility to be the one to catch up with the information. If you watch one or two videos and things aren't making sense, well, why would you want them to make sense? That's like reading a little bit from the middle of a book, a little bit from the back, a little bit from the front, and then thinking it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because you haven't put in the work and I'm not going to be sitting here. I've made it very clear that I'm not going to be sitting here to answer questions. I'm covering the material piece by piece. And if you put in the work like I have put in the work and like others have put in the work, it's going to make sense. So today's prophecy is from October the 27th, 2023, and it is simply titled The Nations, The Nations. This is a prophecy where the Lord God is revealing yet more insight about the different countries that are going to form a coalition of nations to come against the United States in the day that she will be struck. So the recent prophecy that I covered um, was speaking about a whirlwind of judgment. The last video that I did was speaking about a whirlwind of judgment coming to the United States. The Lord says that sudden judgment is brewing for America. And this is a familiar theme. If you've been here on TMV for any length of time, you will know that the Lord says that for all the pains that America will go through, such as economic downturn, such as falling from grace in the eyes of foreign nations and losing her place as a world power, such as becoming a nation that struggles with social and economic decline, changing money, people losing their property and things like that. The main thing that is going to bring the United States to her knees is war. And the Lord was speaking about this war just recently. If you look on the channel, the very last video before this one is speaking of a sudden war that will come to America. And this prophecy, the nations, is simply giving more insight into the nations that will be responsible for banding together against America. The banner scriptures are two. The first one is this. From the Lord of hosts, you will be punished with thunder and earthquake and loud noise, with whirlwind and tempest and the flame of a consuming fire. Isaiah 29 and 6. And here the Lord is speaking to Israel at that time, prophesying through Isaiah the prophet and telling them that the coming of his punishment upon them will be like the outbreak of thunder from the heavens and earthquake taking place from the earth at the same time, and just all around loud noise with 
whirlwind and tempest and the flame of consuming fire. So each one of these things would be difficult to undergo on its own. A whirlwind, like I said, a sudden, a sudden uprising of the wind, like a hurricane or a tornado, and then a tempest. Tempest is very, very strong wind. It's the kind of winds that we usually get weather advisories on where they say gusts are going to be up to 80 miles per hour. Please do not use your boat at this time. Please do not go to the marina. The sea will be upset. It's usually the sea and the air working together at the same time. And then he says flame of consuming fire. And when we're talking about modern prophecy, this is always talking about bombs. This is actually always talking about bombs. It's not talking about, oh, your city will be burnt with actual matches. It's the coming of bombs. The second banner scripture is this. By the multitude of your iniquities, in the unrighteousness of your trade, you profaned your sanctuaries. Therefore, I have brought fire from the midst of you. It has consumed you, and I have turned you to ashes on the earth in the eyes of all who see you. So I was speaking in the recent prophecy, and the Lord was saying that there will actually be nothing left of the United States. It may be hard to here now, it may be hard if you're a new person, but if you have someone that God has actually been building up capacity in you by listening to these judgments, the Lord has not left anything to chance. He has not left anyone to wonder why America will be judged this way. All you have to go back and avail yourself of the various series. There's the Sin series, there's the America series. And if you listen to your America series and you hear the things that go on in this country, things that I'm always speaking about, that human sacrifice is very much a part of this so-called highly developed, modernized Western nation. It may be modern, modernized, it may be Western, but it's still sacrificing people. That is the conundrum. That is the difficulty that many people have to understand what is going on here because they look at skyscrapers and they look at Wi-Fi and they look at Siri and they think it can't possibly be. But in the United States, people are captured by night. There is human trafficking by day. They're snatching people directly from various establishments. You go into an establishment and you think, I'm just going into this establishment to conduct business but they have little cameras in there. They have little air tags that they're putting on people's cars. This thing is becoming exactly what I prophesied a year and a half ago, and it's actually been on the blog for nearly five years. It's called 19 Minutes to Human Trafficking. That prophecy was in 2019, but I only made the video at some point in the latter half of this year, where the Lord says that human trafficking was going to rise and become one of the greatest evils around the entire world. And now you can see that there's no fear to steal people. There's no fear to kidnap people. There's no fear to divert people, to track them by putting bugs on their car, to follow them home. No fear to fight men and take women and child. Why? Because the lust for blood is rising. The Lord said um, some time ago that Satan is demanding greater sacrifices. And those sacrifices are always in blood. America's sins of abortion, America's sins of corrupting the youth, America's sins of corrupt Ted youth, youth that have gone astray, youth that are filled with lust and cruelty towards their own and even towards adults. You see more and more of these children ending up in a murder dock now. 
So America's sins are not in question. And another thing that people cannot use is, but everybody does this. You can tell that everybody does this is a very weak response when God only points to you to judge you this harshly. It clearly means that he, as a just judge, has weighed all the hearts, American hearts versus everybody else's hearts in their country. And he has made from before the nation was founded, a final estimation that this is the most wicked of the nations, the most fallen, the most cruel, the most filthy, the most corrupt. Anyone who wishes to argue with God's estimation of the United States has only to read Revelation 18, and you will see that judgment was set before the nation was even founded. And so God says that the iniquity of the United States is too great. And the unrighteousness of her trade, this basically means the embedded wickedness in day-to-day -day life. When it speaks of trade, it's not only speaking of ships going afar. It's basically saying the day-to-day -day methodologies, the actions that people commit, the way they live their lives, the choices that they make, the things that come out of their mouths and the nesting evils in collective hearts, he says that it will kindle a fire inside the nation. Why? Because the sanctuaries of the nation are profaned. And this nation will be turned to ashes upon the earth in the eyes of everyone who sees you. Ezekiel 28 and 18. And so here's the message the Lord gave me. America will be hit with drone rocket warfare, which she has used for most of her modern war career. She will be hit with drone rockets as well as real rockets coming from other countries. She will be hit with rockets from North Korea and South Korea. Both of these countries will attack America. They have been enriching uranium and they have capabilities that America doesn't know about. So I've been speaking about the fact that America will be hit with missiles, hit with rockets, which I guess is missiles, and also drone rocket warfare for quite some time. But in the beginning, um, I must admit it was a little puzzling to me, and that's because I know a drone to be those little small things that people buy for fun. And I know that they were a bit sophisticated, but... Um, that was the picture I had, but then I later learned that drones for war are actually very big. I later found out that they are actually very big at the same size as planes, and this is how they are defined on the internet. Drones are defined as unmanned aerial vehicles, remotely controlled aerial systems that are used to carry out lethal counterterrorism strikes as well as surveillance and other non-lethal operations. So this word lethal right here means that these things can actually carry bombs. They can carry bombs. And I think this is the method of flying to other countries without losing any personnel because you go and you release weapons, you go and you release um, missiles, but there's no pilot in there and there are no soldiers in there. So there's no risk you know, there's no risk of anyone getting hurt if anyone from the ground should fire something back. So there is that. And God is saying that America has fought most of her modern career by using these things. 
So she flies these unmanned um, aerial things. And it's written here because Google basically is an American search engine. So it's saying counter-terrorism strikes. That's how the drone is defined. It's defined as a counter-terrorism um, thing, weapon. But at the same time, America has used these things when no one has done anything to her. America has used these drones um, saying that she was countering terrorism uh, in Iraq and she couldn't prove the terrorism. So all that happened is she alleged the terrorism and then used these things and she relies on them heavily for war. I know President Obama was strongly tied to using this type of weaponry when he was in power. So God says that that's exactly how this country will be bombed. People will use drones and bomb America as well as sending real missiles here. So I guess they're actually going to fly overhead with actual pilots also dropping bombs because in one of the prophecies that is called Russia war and contamination, where God was speaking of impact zones, what I saw there, he said, is that, um, the Russians will drop cluster bombs and they will not do any reconnaissance beforehand. So he says, just as America goes into these countries, she doesn't really do reconnaissance. She just says, oh, this area is a place where they're building bombs. And then she just drops the bombs, regardless of if it's a school, if it's a residential area, if it's partly desert and also partly a village, they just drop bombs. Um, and he said that the way that America conducted warfare in Iraq by just dropping those rapid fire bombs that are called carpet bombing, the same thing will happen here. So he said the Russians will not bother to map out if it's a residential area, if it's a school, if it's a hospital, they will just drop bombs and do carpet bombing exactly as America has done. And then the Lord is here mentioning North and South Korea saying both of these countries will attack the United States. North Korea is an understandable and a well-known enemy, but South Korea is actually a place that America has military bases. So South Korea has always been tr a traditional ally. And there's something I will add at the end of this uh, prophecy. In fact, I might as well add it now, is that the Lord brought forth some very strong words against the United States of America today. Today is December the 11th, 2023. And there is at least a 20 minute snippet of strongly worded prophecy, live prophecy that came from prayer that we were having today uh, with intercessors on the line. And this prayer in the height of prayer where we were seeking the Lord for things that were not related to this specifically, definitely not related to war or anything like that. Very, very strong words of the Lord began to come out talking about how America is going to be hit unprovoked, that America will be hit unprovoked and that she will fall and that she has enemies and that even her so-called traditional allies can't stand her. And he was speaking of Europe and saying that the Europeans are not real allies, that they tolerate America rather than actually having natural affection for the United States. And so now we are seeing the Lord peel back the layer of so-called international diplomacy. So you go over there and you're going to the United Nations and going to wherever and signing treaties with people that you feel these people have similar interests to me. And yet the Lord is saying in the end times, a coalition of nations 
Americans will find that they have more in common with each other and not the United States, and they will be willing to team up as one against this country. And God is saying that North Korea and South Korea will come together. The prophecy for that is called they will fly down the slopes of the mountains. And I made that prophecy sometime last year in 2022, where I said that the Lord showed me that North Korea and South Korea are going to be united. They are going to have common interests. They are going to have, they're not going to necessarily merge, but their borders will become fluid again in the action as if they were one. He said that they would have international diplomacy, that they would have talks, that they would have interpersonal visits, and that the border will be open and people who had not seen each other in 50 to 60 years would be running across the border to embrace, to see one another, and brother will fly down the sides of the mountains to meet in the valley and embrace one another, and they will be as one nation. And that nation is going to join a coalition that... I will repeat again, it contains Russia with Ukraine, it contains China with Taiwan, it contains South Korea and North Korea, it contains many of the former Soviet states. One that comes to mind very easy, easily is Latvia. God is always speaking of the country of Latvia, and it was such a small little blurb I covered um, in one of the very old prophecies right at the beginning when I started writing out the prophecies. Many Soviet states, the small, small states, they will be absorbed back into the Soviet Union, some of them against their will, some of them willingly, and Russia is going to have a very large force with China. Even European countries, Germany was mentioned, and you can hear about how Germany will actually raise up its hand to strike the United um, States in two prophecies. One of them is called the Land of Mystery, Babylon, Part 1, and the other one is called The Kings of the East, the Third Nation, where God was talking about the reunification of North and South Korea, that there will be a unified Korea as the North and the South will join hands as brothers and they will strike covenant over an agreement. They will become one nation. Brother will fly down the slopes of the mountain to meet brother, for these people have suffered a lot. They have been separated for generations, but now they will strike hands in an agreement and they will hug each other and become one people. They will hug one another with tears and after that, they will turn as one man and destroy America. And the Lord is saying here that it will be a covenant, an agreement. This is an international treaty they will make. It will be an official document. They will sign a peace treaty talking about unity, about sharing data, about information and cooperation and many other things. He said that they will even discuss agriculture and farming. The two Koreas will work together and there will be free and open traffic between the borders without any of the extreme level of monitoring, separatist doctrine and border police. So that was covered a year ago. And now a key point here that the Lord is saying in today's prophecy, you're listening to the prophecy, the nations, and I received this prophecy October the 27th, 2023. And I had to go online to have an understanding. It's just one phrase here. And it says, they have been enriching uranium and they have capabilities that America doesn't know about. So 
I know that uranium is used in nuclear warheads, but that is the extent of my knowledge. And therefore, I looked online for a better understanding of what does it mean to enrich uranium. And I found that it is a very complicated process, and I can only give an in overview here. It's a process where something called U-235 is increased in the uranium until the uranium becomes reactive in use. So I guess the uranium is stable when you dig it up or something, but for purposes of making it a dangerous weapon that you can put into a nuclear warhead, you need to do some kind of reactive explosive fission dividing of atoms or something with it. And so the more reactive it is, the better the bomb. And that is what, that is what the, point of all these nuclear bans, Iran shouldn't um, enrich uranium and this and that. And that's the whole point of it, that they don't want the uranium that is in a war ready state. So I found out that in order for uranium to be right, for you to use it in nuclear warheads, it needs to be at a 90% enrichment level. And most nations in their official statements, at least, what they publicly say to one another when they're signing all these treaties and making all these promises, they always say that they're only using low-grain uranium in their country that is slightly above 20% or a little bit higher. But when I checked on South Korea, I found that South Korea is actu actually categorized as a nuclear capable state because they have a standing enrichment capacity of their uranium at 77%, which means that they can reach that 90% threshold with very little work. So a nation that is at 77% enriched uranium doesn't have to put in too much grunt work to get to 90%. And you can see that this completely goes against the public image that South Korea always cultivates as being a safe and a non-militarized Western ally. I also found that North Korea is a completely different situation. They already have uranium mines. They already have their own uranium nuclear enrichment plants that are operational. And I found out that despite strong international pressure against this country over the years, they have absolutely refused to stop digging their uranium, stop enriching it, and never shut down their plants. So I found out that they have the know-how and the technology to create enriched uranium. And because the place is locked up, nobody actually has any true intel on if, if they've actually done it or not. No one can actually gauge where what stage they're at, where they are, how much they've done, because nobody's been in there to actually see anything. And so the best U.S base guess that I could find is that they already have a stockpile between 200 and 500 kgs, but the internet says that that is enough for six to seven nuclear warheads already. So that is just a little bit of backstory for that one sentence where the Lord says that North and South Korea are enriching uranium and that they're going to use that enriched uranium in nuclear attacks against the United States. The Lord says, turn to your master and he would have healed you. He would have fed you with honey from the rock. He would have made you an icon into posterity, but you would not hear Jesus. Jesus would have healed the downward slide into immorality and warfare, the unrelenting slide into manslaughter brought on by endless wars. 
So this is, if you look in the word of God, you will see that these are the last few verses that God is making reference to out of Psalm 81, where he's saying that I would have fed you with the finest of wheat and I would have satisfied you with honey from the rock. But when I said to you, turn, you refused to, you were obstinate and you were like a mule. And so because you would not, God also will not. He says that he would have healed America. He would have given her a meal of honey imagine that and he would have made her an icon into forever into posterity means for as long as people will be living your name will be remembered like julius caesar we all know that name that name has come down through the centuries for us god says that he would have given america a lasting name but if you will remember the prophecy that was just made the lord says that he will erase the memory of the united states from the earth forever he will take her out of the register of nations i have been saying this for many years here all you need to do is watch the videos on the playlist that is the russia and the china invasion series and eventually the more videos you watch the more your gaps will get filled in but the lord says that because america would not listen to jesus the lord was not able in his grace his mercy his power and just his clean up ability to heal this nation's slide into the immorality she now finds herself in and into endless warfare and manslaughter the lord says that america's warfaring wars will be visited on her for the measure she has measured to others it will be measured back to her if you are a student of the scripture, you recognize this bit that says, for the measure she measured to others, it will be measured back to her. This is definitely in the book of Revelation where it says exactly what she poured out will be poured back to her. So America's warfaring ways will come back to haunt her. Russia and China will be well assisted. I've already listed the nations that the Lord has revealed to me thus far will be in the coalition. The Japanese will help them, yes. J Japan was mentioned in the recent prophecy about the golden dragon, that is one nation that I left out. Russia and China will be well assisted. The Japanese will help them, the Germans will too. The South Koreans and the North Koreans will move against the USA. The kingdoms of the earth will unite against the eagle and she will fall from the sky. America will be brought low. There is an isolation technique that America employs. She uses international influence and her own military and economic power to estrange particular nations until they are on their own. She bullies the nations into submission and agreement with her will. But as she has done, it will be done to her. America will be isolated. America will be friendless. America will meet wordless submission to the will of other countries. In the day that she needs help, there will be none to help her. Her foreign appeals will fall on deaf ears and she will be ignored. So this message has so many perfect parallels with the message that I have been referring to in this one that is called tsunami in the harbor and that was made just a few days ago December the 5th or 6th 2023 in that prophecy it was said that America will not be able to rely on anyone in the day that she is attacked and it was also said that America will make loud public appeals 
to other countries to stop Russia when Russia and China are doing what they're doing. But God says that no one will lift a hand to help and America will end up being a desolation. No one will intervene when the war hooves come to this nation, a great war to be fought on American soil, a war for the ages, the Lord says, where hundreds of millions of people will die in America and around the world. And when I put up the prayer call clip that came through today, the Lord was saying that death is coming, that death is coming around the world. And he said that this is not going to be the kind of death where people get to die at peace in their bed, surrounded by their loved ones. He said it will be sudden death, abrupt death, brutal death. And this is a kind of death that comes when we have the things that are listed in Revelation chapter six, where we have war, where we have plague, we have pestilence, we have economic downturn and people just becoming so hopeless at losing all their wealth that they will take their lives. People will not be able to cope with the pressures of all the things that are happening at the same time. And so these prophecies, if you take the time to listen with care, they interlock perfectly. Nothing is contradicting anything. If it seems contradictory to you, it simply means that you don't have enough information and it is your responsibility to listen to more videos because everything slots in perfectly. There are people who take the time, they make the investment of time and they've watched everything. Many people contact me and say, I'm completely up to date and so much makes sense. The dreams that I personally have been having make sense. The things that the Lord has been saying to me that I couldn't figure out why is God telling me now that I've watched these videos, they make sense. And so there's absolutely no reason that some people are putting in the work and other people are not. You can have as much or as little of understanding as you wish. That responsibility is yours. And so for this message, God is saying that because America employs isolationist policy. Isolationist policy is where a powerful nation will bring an accusation against another nation that is not as powerful, such as Iran, or against another nation that does not enjoy as much international influence, such as Russia or China. The general perception of the world has been strongly shaped by what America has said of Russia, China, Cuba, Guam, and everywhere else that America actually went to carry out ulterior motives like Iraq. So whether people admit it or not, their thinking is strongly influenced because they're watching CNN, they're watching BBC, which is just a little branch of CNN and things of that. And they've been watching it like that and under their understanding is shaped by what the United States has put out on the bullhorn. So the Lord says that the day is coming when this same isolationist policy will be used on America. So now once favor pivots to Russia and China, Russia and China will make all the accusations and Russia and China will make the insinuations and then public feeling towards the USA is going to change. I have been speaking about this thing because it is a pivotal part of the punishment of the USA. The USA 
and Americans individually are very used to being admired, looked up to, influential, and loved by everything, by everyone. There's this innate pride in being a trendsetter. There's this innate pride in having a military that has greatly sold itself through advertising and also through international movies. There's a perception in the minds of the world that gives this nation a sort of intangible but very powerful currency. It's a currency you can't hold and handle, but when you say America, there always used to be a certain response. Well, God is going to take that response away by allowing whispers, by allowing pushback, by allowing accusations, the same as America has done. And then people will turn suspicious eyes from the East where they've always fixed them because America has been good at marketing and they will turn suspicious eyes now here to the West. And slowly people will begin to detach themselves and become ambivalent. So when America is saying something, instead of getting 100% buy-in at the international centers where they vote, people will start to look at their fingernails and do all the things that I've expressed in the videos of the dreams that I had, where people will be bored when American diplomats are speaking, people will be on their phone, they'll be popping gum, they'll be texting each other, or they'll be plumb asleep. They will take those translation devices out of their ears and they will visibly be disrespecting U.S. personnel and staff. So America will also suffer isolationist policy. She will be friendless and she will have to submit to whatever it is that the other nations are saying. And on the day that she needs help, when she sends out a foreign appeal, when she sends out an SOS, there will be no help. Her appeals will fall on deaf ears and she will be ignored. And so I will put a few prophecies that are along this line, just recent ones, but there are quite a few old ones. Um, the prophecies concerning the war series, I'm sure there are more than 30 now, and they're all in the playlist, Russia and China invasion series. So if you watch from the oldest and you simply take your time or you listen on the podcast from the oldest, you will become very knowledgeable, not in global politics that are on TV, but in what God says it's going to happen. And so this prophecy is called the nations and I am celestial. Thank you for being with me. I will continue bringing the word of the Lord until all the messages are finished. As I said, there is a very strong prayer call snippet. I just have to edit it and then I will put it up so that people can hear what the live prophecy of the Lord sounds like. What does it sound like when God is speaking live prophecy through someone that he has chosen and shaped to do so? One of the things the Lord was saying is that I will put you in their midst and you will prophesy against them because they are wicked. They are wicked. God knows the hearts of people. No matter what we think we are, God is the one who is perfectly poised to make all commentary about the human heart because he has shaped it. And he has said in Psalm 51 that we are shapen in iniquity, meaning that as our baby parts are being knit together in the womb, it is woven through with the wicked that humanity does once they are born and they begin to walk on this earth. Don't forget that the Bible says that those who are truly wicked go astray from the moment of birth, meaning that they will always be bent against the Father and His Son and the Holy Spirit. And so 
He was saying that you will prophesy against them because they are wicked and I will put you in their midst and you will speak to them. Even if they are rebellious, you will speak to them. And he was also saying, if I can remember correctly, that America will be attacked unprovoked, completely out of the blue. The sucker punch that I have been prophesying here for years, that because Russia can see that Russia and America are more or less evenly matched without warning, Russia is going to strike America because a first strike, a preemptive strike is a great way to get an evenly matched opponent on their back. God says that if you hit a nation hard enough, they will never recover enough for it to be a fair fight. Another thing he said in the prayer call is that America will not be allowed to tap out so when you're in a fight and you can see that the other person is beating you, you can surrender, you can wave the white flag. But he said that due to the defiance that is in the heart of the people of this nation, this is your patriot guys, this is your gun polishing guys, this is even the women that you can see on social media who, who listen to these prophecies and then they exclaim, over my dead body. And I don't say anything because I know that it will be over their dead body. So there's no need for me to drive the point home. God says that the defiance of America will have her something in the hearts of people in this country will make them choose resistance until the last day. And he says that is the punishment. That is the function of the pride. The pride creates the defiance and the defiance will bring back a bitter fruit to the people of this nation. And he said that America will not tap out. America will not surrender. America will continue to resist and fight when that war is going on, that final great war that will come at a time unknown to us all in the future. And he said that as the defiance rises, the crushing of these nations that are coming will continue. So it will be defiance and crushing and defiance and crushing. And he said that at the end of it all, we will not even be able to find a few embers of American pride left that could be brought together to once again start a fire and build the nation. So there you go. You're running political campaigns and talking about making the nations great again and making this great again and building back better. And God says you won't even be able to find a few smoldering pieces of U.S. dignity to put it back together again to say we will rebuild with hewn stones. The sycamores were cut down, but we will replace them with cedars. None of that will be happening. He spoke of death. He spoke of war. He spoke of difficult times coming to the nations. He had words for the church that the church should sow their seed. Christian, you are reluctant. You are hiding. You are, I haven't been out in the last six months. I have no friends. I'm sick of the world. Yet your savior said, Father, I pray for them, not that you will take them out of the world, but that you will keep them in the world. And so you create this isolation pod and then you stay at home and then you say, I will avoid what is coming by isolating myself. Not knowing that as human beings, we need, we need interaction, we need support, we need community. Those things are essential for healthy, balanced Christian growth. The fact that you're a Christian doesn't stop you being a human. Every human being needs these things. 
The Christians think that they can thrive without these things. They practice this weird theology that I personally cannot understand called just me and my Jesus. And so God was saying that we should really push forward and press what we have into the ground. If you have a talent and you're sitting on it, the Lord said that you will answer for it. If you have seed and you're reluctant to sow that seed because you need to be guaranteed all the outcomes, something that modern people are greatly like, they don't want to take any risks until they know for sure that it will be perfect, even though the very word growth means if at first you don't succeed, try, 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 try until it works. That's what growth is. It's finding everything that doesn't work until you find what does work. And then you can say, hey, it worked. But Christians don't want that. They don't want the letdown. They don't want the depression. They don't want the effort. They don't want anything. They don't want what they feel may be judgment. And so they sit on the seed and they forget that by calling yourself a Christian, you are actually saying that you are subject to the boat, the, the book, where the master came back and he asked everybody who received seed, he asked everybody who received minas, he asked everybody who received talents, well, what did you do with what I gave you? And then they had to give an account, both of what they were given and how they had used it. And the guy who said, I buried it in the ground, he didn't get a good result. He was called a wicked servant. And he did not receive any commendation from the master. Instead, what he had was taken away and given to those who was productive. And then he was judged by the Lord for it. And so the Lord says, be bold and take risks and stop hiding. Because he will ask you what you did with what he gave you. So that is the only um, preamble I will give to that prayer call. It's just 20 minutes and it shouldn't be a long time for me to clean it up and put it online. Uh, it's an audio only, but um, it's important for us to listen to what God has to say and seek him about what we hear, seek him about how we feel about it, seek him for ways to deal with it so that we can be found strong and standing when he returns, whenever that may be. So God bless you and thank you for being with me. God bless all of you who are support to this channel. Thank you and I appreciate you. I'm not able to send out individual thank yous. That was a long time ago, but I always try to remember to say thank you and God bless you. You are sowing in good ground and may the Lord always increase and strengthen your hands so that you will receive more than you gave. If you are someone who is using Cash App, please do not use it. Thank you so much. Until I see you again, this is the Master's Voice Prophecy blog, and God bless you, and take care. Goodbye.